Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now. Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring, let us do your Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this is Pod on Pod. Every week on Pod on Pod. Almost uh, every week. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sometimes we, we're like a, a week and a day. Sometimes we go two weeks and then we double up for you. You know, it it averages to a week over the, uh, on an infinite time scale, it's weekly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, okay, uh, what we do is we come uh, every Wednesday here with a new podcast review for you. And the way we break down podcasts on Pod on Pod is by talking about their audio quality, their host likability, their production values, and then the content itself. We give you some of our favorite moments when uh, we listen to the show, and then we give you uh, our overall rating. And we do that by giving you earbuds. We can rate it uh, 0.5, 1, all the way up to 2 earbuds each. And uh, that'll be how you know whether we like the show. And through all of that, maybe you'll know whether you'll like the show. Try to save you some time because there's a million great podcasts out there. There's, there's a, a million, million bad co- there's a million podcasts, bad. too. Yeah, yeah. So we want to filter some of that for you. Today's podcast is When the Kids Go to Sleep. Yep. You and I believed we were going to uh, review our second parenting podcast. We we did fairly early on. We reviewed a podcast called Mommy's Cocktail Hour. Uh, some friends of ours, uh, Tawny Finneran and, and uh, friends that uh, do that show. That's a, a good parenting show. This is not so much a parenting podcast. I feel bamboozled. <laughs> well, hey, only, no, only I, by ourselves. No, 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 no. no. See, because you've done this before. I feel like you listen to a show that, that you like or you want me to listen to. Then you package it as one thing to get us to review it, and it turns out it's not that thing. I I don't. I've never done that on purpose. Give I, me an example of when I've you. done that. Uh, this show you said I, you said last week it was a parenting podcast. I thought it was. I'd never heard of the show before. Mm. I had the show on a list of shows for us to check out. Someone suggested it to us once upon a time. I knew that the couple was in some way connected to Maker Studios, but I assumed it was a parenting podcast as well. I did learn that. Yes, yes, they did talk about. So here's what this show is, which, by the way, you can find more at shaycarl.com. That's S-H-A-Y-C-A-R-L.com. Shay Carl, that's the guy, his wife Colette, and their four children, they call them the Shaytards, have made a name for themselves as what Forbes magazine calls some of the most successful video entrepreneurs on YouTube with a fan base of over one million subscribers. Now, Been there Shay, since like the beginning. Yes, Shay's getting back to his roots as a DJ, co-hosting with a, uh, a podcast with Colette featuring parenting advice, news, gossip, and a chance for Shay to talk about anything and everything. This is Shay's podcast. Yes. Just like you and I once had 
our podcast that was just us unloading the things that we wanted to unload about. We had some structure to it, and part of their structure is occasionally they will try to steer it back to, hey, we are parents, we have four kids, we feel like we're doing a good job of that, we'll talk about that, and maybe that's useful to somebody. There was not a whole lot of that in the episodes that you and I listened to. It was to. peppered. It was spiced with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- just for the flavor, if yeah. you will, of, of the parenting. The flavor of babies. Uh, let's tell you the way that we review shows here on, podca- on uh, Pod on Pod. Uh, we listen to at least three episodes of the show. That way we get a really uh, a fair sample size. I don't think anybody that s- uh, stumbles onto a show... If they don't like it within three episodes, normal people are not going to give it more than that. Don't wouldn't you agree? I mean, that's sort of where we where we got with the three episodes. Well, I think you should. If you listen to one episode, you go, ah, that's probably not for me. Give it another shot. Yeah, you got to give it at least one or two. And we've said so often, a lot of podcasting because it is a, a niche medium. Uh, the the audience is in on the jokes. And so there are a lot of in-jokes. There are a lot of running gags that you don't even necessarily know. And this is even in a show that's not necessarily geared towards comedy. There are just things that the audience gets and understands and appreciates in a way that a newcomer can't until you've had a few episodes under your belt. So that's why we listen to at least three or four. I listen to four of this one. I, I listen to episode 21, episode 115, 123, and then 126. I think the only one we have in common this week is 21. Uh, 21, what the title, I think, was probably what drew both of us. It's called The Sex Talk. And uh, that was one that I... Mm, no, I don't think that's 21, bro. Is it not? No. Nah. Maybe not. I swear it was. Uh, I didn't listen to The Sex Talk one, so I know it wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, well, uh, I don't know which one was The Sex Talk. The Sex Talk I was drawn to because... I, I got a kid that's that age. You know, my oldest son is seven, and like it's time to start having those conversations. He's asking some of those questions already, so I wanted to see how they sort of handled it. And there was actually quite a bit of parenting advice and family talk in that episode. Um, but in all of the episodes, what you end up getting is a big peek behind the curtain. At I don't know Maker. about a big peek. These shows are only like thirty minutes long. Well, but you get a you get a. I, when I say big peek, I mean in that. I was amazed in an episode that was ostensibly not about Maker at all how much I learned about the background of Maker Studios, like where it came from and how big it was at the time. I've learned how many employees they had in 2012 or whatever. That was the that was episode 21. Yeah, that was episode 21. Yes, you're right. That wasn't the sex talk episode. You're right. You're it was the it right. was the Omar Maker's, Yeah, it was Maker Studio podcast audio Marshall. Well, and that was not a good thing for you? You didn't enjoy that part of it? Well, it was the first episode I listened to. So when you go into something thinking it's going to be a parenting podcast and then you get – essentially that's what episode 21 is. It is it's, I felt like it was a Maker Studio infomercial, which well, I'm not even big into it. YouTube. I'm, I'm not, I don't subscribe to – I know this isn't this is rare and probably an oddity. I don't subscribe to a single YouTube channel. I don't think that's really an oddity. I think the vast majority of people – well, first of all, obviously the vast majority of people in the world don't subscribe to a YouTube channel because the vast majority of people in the world, I think, don't have the Internet still. Uh, but if even if we're talking about people who use the Internet, people that use YouTube, I think the vast majority of users, they don't have a channel. They don't have an account. They just – they occasionally go to YouTube and search for something. Uh, I, I don't think most people are into the channel community. I think you really have to be into YouTube before you even start understanding that that's a thing that you can do. 
I just think it's a very bad episode to be someone's first episode. Yeah, 21 was not a great jumping on point. You're probably right. Uh, but uh, let's get to what they do talk about. They do talk occasionally, as I said, about uh, their lifestyle as parents and the way that they handle their family. The sex talk episode in particular, um, I-, I thought it was really good in that they – laid the whole thing out like how it came up the son brought it to them like it was it was their oldest son and he's like hey dad i want to talk about this they had a date on the calendar they had somebody else keep the other kids they went out for a special event with him and i also learned in that episode that they're lds they're uh, church of jesus christ of latter-day saints they're mormons um, yeah they say that in like every episode yeah and see but but again like i didn't hear it in all of the episodes but you got that by the fact that i listened to four that's what i'm trying to tell you that's what i'm trying to say Okay. All right. Do you just want to get into the review? Yeah, I would love to. Okay. Let's talk about the – let's start with audio quality. How about we start there? That's a simple one. Because it's probably the best part of the show. It is really, really good for the regular episodes. Now, there were a couple that I listened to. There were two of them, the last two, 123 and 126. Both of those, I believe, were recorded like when they were on vacation. So it wasn't even their setup. They probably had great mics and a nice mixer or a portable recording device that they were putting it all into. But it was just the room was not appropriate. And so there was a lot of echo. Maybe a couple of people were on the same mic or something. That one was actually hard to listen to. They all sounded good to me. Like they, they uh, well, they all sound good until Shay starts, you know, jackalacking around with the mics. And this is the bit where I get up in Colette's mic. Like, I don't, okay. <laughs> Great. That's how that's how I love starting a show. Uh, I, you know, it is. They do a lot of. No, they're for, cute. They're adorable. They're they are very adorable. They're as adorable. A and it, yes, and they that, are an adorable couple. That's going to get over into host likability. But I have adorable couple friends that I don't hang out with <laughs> for some of those same reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I was surprised by, and this is for audio quality, I guess, and and production values a little bit too. I was surprised by for a show that is from two YouTubers. And now we know that having listened to all of these episodes, what this show is really about, what they are really about from two people who are known for as for being YouTubers. This is a supremely radio inspired show. Like it's very traditional radio to me. Really? Yeah. Like the way they the way they interact with the guest. It's very morning zoo. It's like it's Shay and Colette. You know, this husband wife duo and the people that they let into the room. I don't agree. If, did you ever listen to the Kevin Smith and his wife daily show that they did the morning show, mornings or something like that? No, I like Kevin Smith in very defined roles, and that's not one of the roles I care to listen to him in. All right, fair enough. Well, that's what this reminded me of, except with less cursing. Uh, these guys, this is not an explicit show, by the way. Uh, they are very family friendly in that regard. So we talked about the audio quality there. The couple of episodes uh, when they're on vacation were a little rough, but other than that, I went back, listened to the regular ones, and then it was okay. Host likability. We talked about the fact that they are an ador- adorable couple. They are, yeah. Which one do you like better? Oh, man. I, uh, somebody wrote me a note one time on Twitter, and they said they it's cruel that you literally make Josh pick which one is, you like more. You don't always – I don't always say necessarily that I like this one and I don't like the other ones. But the way that I phrase it to you, I always put it as like, which one do you like? <laughs> oh, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Like – yeah, you're the curmudgeon on this show. I think everybody knows their roles. <laughs> see, no, see, see. Here's the thing: is you're a curmudgeon in and like like a kid's clothing. Well, I'm a real curmudgeon about phone calls. I come off podcast. I come off way more positive than you do. It's all I'm saying. Dear listeners, I would love to see a, a Twitter. Let's do a hashtag. Let's say positive Josh. 
hashtag positive Josh, hashtag positive Joel, uh, for which one you think is is the more uh, cheerleader of the two. This isn't a very fair episode to do that in, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, so, I like uh, – Who do you like? They both did things that were annoying. I don't – dude, they're, they're the same to me. I, I like them equally. I liked uh, Katie uh, – excuse me, Colette, uh, Katie Lett. Well, Katie Lett is her uh, YouTube page. Uh, Colette, I liked her a little bit better. But I think that's just because like – She's a sidekick. Well, yeah. But it's always easier to like the sidekick. Shay reminds me of me. I mean he's a DJ. He's the host of the show. He's the So like I'm judging him in all the ways that he's different. Than See, me. I judge sidekicks way harder. <laughs> I think that's, that's because we are where we are and we yeah. sit on the sides of the table that we sit on. <laughs> there you go. All right. Let's get to production values. What do you think of the theme song? I don't know. I never got to hear it. What are you talking about? Because they always talk over it at the beginning. Oh, they don't. They don't always talk every, over it. Ev- all three episodes I listened to, they did. Well, that's all a shame. Three. I uh, what, at least one of the episodes they didn't do anything over it. One of the episodes uh, they sang over it. I think. Yeah, Maybe that's one what I'm of the episodes that's they talked a little bit uh, on all three of them. They were doing something over it. So I never really got to hear it. It is a delightful theme song. I it's one of you. It's one of my favorite theme songs of any of the podcasts that we've reviewed, truthfully. You should really uh, go search for it. I'm sure if you go to their YouTube channel, actually, it's like the f- top thing on the page. Uh, and, and it's animated even. There's like a cute little cartoon that goes with it. So I should I would strongly suggest for you to check that out. Go to the YouTube.com slash when the kids go to sleep or search for when the kids go to sleep on YouTube. You'll find that. But I love the theme song. They have occasional sound drops. Did you run into this in the episodes that you listened no, to? No, not really. Every now and again, there'd be a sound effect. I heard in one episode, in the Sex Talk episode, Dude, there was a I boner like, sound I effect. I literally feel like we have listened to two different shows. Really? Yes. That's interesting. I like the show a lot better than you did. That's clear already. I, I don't really care. I, I don't really care about YouTube. I think it's. Like I love the concept of it. I love that people get to bring their own content. Uh, I just I don't have time to watch it. I don't want to take time to watch it. So it's not something I'm interested in. It's not something for me. And literally half of the content I listened to from these guys was about Maker Studio yeah. or YouTube or something like that, which I'm just I'm just not interested in. And I didn't get a whole lot of the Parrington or daily life or anything like that. And it sounds like you got way more than that than I did. I, I guess I did. I mean, like, that's what I that's what I heard. That's what I remembered. That's what I took away from it. Maybe I was hearing a lot of the other stuff, too. And because I'm actually spending because some time. Have, yeah, I've got yeah. a couple of YouTube channels and I'm spending some time over there. So, like, that may be it wasn't offensive and the stuff that wasn't useful to me just like washed through my earlobes, I guess. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so th- that's your production values. Uh, when they do the drops, it's not overbearing like we've talked about and, and disliked in some of the shows uh, and they were appropriately mixed, you know, so that was all fine. Uh, let's go back to the content and circle back around because I, I don't feel like we've put a fine enough uh, point on this. Uh, these are two of the, uh, most popular couple, uh, you know, married couple on YouTube. Shay Carl was very, very early. He had one of the earliest YouTube channels, and he was an early employee of Makers. I thought earlier that he was maybe one of the founders, but you, you said that's not the case. I misunderstood right. from the from the episode. But he was very early on. Shay and his wife Colette they moved from I think Idaho is where they were originally from. Moved to L.A. to be part of Maker Studios early Correct. on, and they've had great success. Well, with it I want to say then. he came over here to shoot some videos. And just end up staying. Mm. But you know, like, 
that's a story that a lot of people on YouTube have. Like I, I took a vacation and set up a couple of gigs with friends that were out here anyway or people that I had met online or whatever, and then it turned out they had something for me the next week. And so I stayed, and then I stayed another week, and all of a sudden I've got an apartment and I live in L.A., and now i got a job, you know? But it, it has. They've been wildly successful in that, and they do have a ton of friends in and around the YouTube world, and so they talk to those a lot on the show. They talk to friends from their regular life. They talk to their family members, the two episodes uh, that I listened to where they were on vacation. One of them, they had their mother and father, uh, or, or I think Shay's mother and father were on the episode. Did you ever come across an episode where you got some time where it was just the two of them? Uh, no, actually, now that I think about it. not. Yeah, I don't think a single one of the episodes, they were alone in the studio or alone on the podcast that I listened to. I don't think so. I want to say at the beginning of White People Problems, one of the episodes that I listened to, there was just the two of them. And I really enjoyed when it was just the two of them. I mean, other people may have been in the studio, but for there was a while where it was just them talking back and forth. I liked that. This show struck me as I said earlier that it reminded me a lot. It felt a lot like terrestrial radio, traditional radio. It also, though, is very, very much new media because it's super intimate, like and not the way that it's produced because that does feel like real radio to me or traditional radio, but the way that what the content is, this show is, if you want to sum it up, it's about these two people's lives. It's about Shay and Colette's lives. Their lives are largely made up of their children and YouTube. And that's really what they've got to talk about. And if those sorts of things might interest you, or if you like these personalities, then this is definitely a show that you're going to like. I feel like that's a good enough button to put on the content. Don't you? Yeah. Okay. I think, Let, yeah, good job. Let's talk about uh, favorite moments. Uh, I'm going to give you one of mine. I'm assuming you got a couple at least. You didn't love the show, but you got a couple of things to talk about maybe? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, all right. In episode – well, in the sex talk. I thought it was 21, but I, I was way wrong. You're right. I've even got under this. Episode 21, I have a favorite moment too. In the sex talk episode, Shay is telling the story about when he was like six or seven – and he had a boner in the bathtub. He got an erection in the bathtub. And his mom walks in to check on him while he's washing. And he goes, Mom, what's this? She immediately says, get out of the bathtub. So he stands up. He's dripping wet. She drags him through the house naked uh, to the living room. And he says, there I am. I'm standing naked in the living room, dripping water on the floor. I've got a boner. And she points to my father and goes, Carl, explain that to him. <laughs> I was nice. like, that's, that's hilarious. Um, and then in episode 21, one, uh, which I picked out of the blue. I had no reason to pick that episode, but that is the one, uh, as you talk about, where they talk about the beginnings of Maker Studios. You really get a, a lot of it. I loved getting to hear how it started. I knew that don't this care. was... I, I know you don't, but for me, this was a media company that I knew existed, but I had not ever really spent any and time looking is, into. This is why I felt like you hoodwinked me. I didn't. I didn't know that it was... Because a, it was I the first know. episode I listened to, and I was like, this <laughs> I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't know what the show was about. Uh, but th there was some great insight in that episode for a company that I was interested in but hadn't ever taken the time to look into, actually. So that was nice. W favorite moments for you? In the episode, I believe the title of it is White People Problems. Uh, it's just the two of them in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he talks about how like he's very tactile. He's very touchy, very feely. He wants to give hugs. He wants to touch hair. He wants to like – he just – wants to be touching something, some someone, right? Uh, and she said something that was very interesting. Like, there's a book on it, I guess. But she was like, well, that's just your love language. Like that's how 
that's what that is. And it was real just offhand, like just something casual. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a good point. I wonder what mine is. Or I thought, hmm, what was Rachel's? I, that, there is a book. There's several, I think, even. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't read the book. I have read some of like some articles about that though, and Kelly and I have discussed that. It's very it's a that's a great shorthand to know what your partner's is. Absolutely, yeah. you should figure that out. Uh, that's good stuff to know. All right, well, see there you go. You got some family stuff out of it, right? Yeah, I'm not saying that I didn't. I'm just saying much less than you were expecting. The so let's let's see <laughs> let's just say it's half and half, right? Okay, let's say that's the content split, right? For me, it, it was pretty close to that. Two different episodes, the guest worked for Maker. Maker Studio. Yeah. Although, I got to say, one of the guys that works for um, for Makers had a kid, and they got in that conversation. But the guys named it, gave this kid the middle name. I swear to God, this is awesome. The kid's middle name is Danger. I think I they I didn't hear that episode, but I heard them They talked about him. it on 21. They referenced yes. it, and I actually caught up, and I heard the episode where they had him oh, on. Oh, that's cool. And his middle name is like Dashel. He wanted to name his kid, get this, Dashel Danger. It would have been amazing. <laughs> That's a pretty good name. That's a pretty good name. Yeah, so let's say it's half and half, all right? All right. The half of me that liked the couple's talk, the parenting talk, that half loves that half. Then there's a part of me that hates that half <laughs> – for loving that half because of how much it hates the half that talks about Maker Studio and YouTube and all that. And the beautiful thing is there are so many podcasts. There's a podcast for everybody. And yes. there are many yeah. podcasts for many people. People here's the deal, people that I know that YouTube I would suggest the show to. Yeah, absolutely. Especially anyone our age who YouTubes because they've either got a wife or kids or a husband or all of those things, etc. And And these guys can give you some of all of that. Uh, let's get to our overall rating. We rate things here on Pod and Pod by earbuds in, not stars, not thumbs up. We give it earbuds all the way up to two earbuds each. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to? I'll go first. Uh, swing, swing hard. Um, as I said, I would suggest this show to any people who have a YouTube channel that I know. Fortunately, I don't know anybody that has a YouTube channel. <laughs> Other than me. Other than you. Who's already heard about this show. <laughs> yes. So it's not a half because I don't hate it, right? I don't hate the show in any way, any form, any fashion. I'm just benevolent toward it. I don't – it doesn't – like it does absolutely nothing for me, so I'm giving it a zero. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 1.5. Dude, I thought you'd be real high on this show. Yeah, I am. I, I, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I, when I first started it, I didn't – I guess it's like Shay's joking the way that I – don't, I don't know. Just the way that I got into that first episode, I was like, mm, this is not going to be for me. This is going to be a long listen this week. And the more that I listened to it, and especially in uh, the Sex Talk episode and episode 21, those were two that I just really got into. And I'm hoping there's more of those in the run of this show than there are the episodes that I didn't care as much for. But 
I don't know. They got a bunch of episodes. So I think there's there's something for everybody out there. They're all the way up to like 127 now or something like that, 128, somewhere in that neighborhood. And I think there's I think that's awesome that there's 125 out there that I'm not going to listen to. <laughs> all right. So that's our rating. We give it a total of one and a half earbuds here on Pod on Pod for uh, When the Kids Go to Sleep. You can find them on Facebook uh, if you search for WTKGTS. Or you can find them on YouTube if you search for When the Kids Go to Sleep. Or you can find them at SheaCarl.com. That's uh, all the locations there. And if you do choose to listen and you love their content, I'm not kidding you. That's my alarm literally telling me it's bedtime. Nice. Yeah. Um, If you go to any of those ways to find them and you like their content, please, for the love of God, leave them a review anywhere. Let them know that you like it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And tell them that Pod on Pod sent them uh, your or sent you their way. Uh, it's time for listener feedback, Josh. Ooh, uh, we got a. Uh, this is an email from Raul. Raul's written in before, but this is a great one in response to something that you brought up in the last episode. Hey, Josh and Joel, just heard the latest episode of Pod on Pod, the self indulgent podcast, and right at the end, it sounded like Josh is frustrated by podcast apps on Android. Uh, I wanted to give my suggestion. He uses Beyond Pod. Have you heard of this one? Yeah, from the email that he sent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I read. I read them. Hey, here, here's the deal. You just don't respond. Just to let everybody know. Yeah, I read every email that comes in, top to bottom, and I'll give Joel feedback. We may have a conversation on it. Odds are you're not going to get an email back from me, and if you have received an email back from me. It's because I consider you like part of the show. Like I feel like you've emailed it enough or we've had enough conversation that we have some sort of relationship. You've, you've leveled up. Your, uh, your no prize is already in the mail. Yeah, no prize already in the mail. Uh, he says, uh, let's see, Beyond Pod, there's a free version you can try out for a week. And then they ask that you either pay for an unlock key. He thinks it was about five bucks. Uh, the free trial is fully featured, though, so you can really try it out before you buy it. He says that he likes Beyond Pod for the interface above all else. It's, um, he's got most of the other features that he likes, and this one is are available in other apps. It's just the interface that really sets it apart. Beyond Pod, uh, there's a big overhaul last year, or the last time that uh, a new Android version came out, and they incorporated a lot of the new design guidelines for Android overall. So it looks more like the modern versions of uh, Android on your devices. He recently tried a couple of the other podcast apps, and they just look like disorganized messes to him. Beyond Pod has a clean look and feel. Another good thing is they seem to be quick to adopt new Android features. They support Chromecast, which is how you can sort of fling it to all your uh, Chrome devices. If you got a, a, a Chrome player, what are, no, they're not Chrome players. What are they? Chrome sticks or whatever, or the little uh, Chrome boxes on your TV. They even have an Android Wear app, so it'll connect to your watch or something like that. Uh, even if you don't use those products, it shows the developer is actively adding features and improving their app, so it's one you can trust. Uh, he also hasn't heard of a show so far that he couldn't find through Beyond Pod, which is something that you've run into occasionally on other Android apps, like it's yeah, not it's, listed uh, Stitcher, in Stitcher. Stitcher doesn't write. Yeah, it's so not like, listed in this one. It's not yeah, listed. Yeah, so I typically go back and forth between Stitcher and Podcast Addict. Uh, the, uh, let's see, where else was he? Uh, on a related note, it annoys me so much when a show emphasizes iTunes, especially if they make no mention of non-Apple ways of getting their shows. Some shows act like there's no way to get their podcast without an iPhone. I'm not an Apple guy, and iTunes-only special episode is a great way for a podcast to say they don't really want my money. 
I'm really surprised Google hasn't stepped up with their own podcast app or at least better support for podcasts in Google Play. Some shows, and he lists Adam Carolla as an example, put their archives in Google Play Music, but it's hardly a good way of listening to podcasts, and you can't get current episodes at all. What I really don't get is why podcasts that make those special paid episodes don't release them in Google Play Music as well. I know it's not technically music, but that doesn't seem to be a problem for Google. Case in point, Adam Carolla released some of his basic cable commentary shows that are available in Google Play for a dollar each. The bad part about that, though, is there's no mention or promotion of the Google availability. His website says those shows are only in iTunes. So even when a podcaster shows some love to Android, they drop the ball. Another example is stuff you should know. They have a handful of old episodes they released on Google for a dollar each. I'm not sure why they charge that much for regular episodes. I guess it didn't work out because there's only a few available out of their hundreds of episodes. I guess the point of the whole rant is Google really needs to make a podcast app that's built into Android just to make oh, it easier. yeah. Just to make it easier for podcasters to, to name a way for Android users to get their shows. Podcasts, podcasters need one app they can say after iTunes that they know all Android users have access to where podcasts are available. Also, please keep giving episode frequency and length. Those are both very important when de- deciding to get into a show. It might be just me. I did it all on the top of the show. I know you did. Very, very good. Uh, it might be just me, but I get tired of a show after about 90 minutes. I don't want to add a show to my rotation that consistently breaks that mark unless it's very infrequent thanks for the great content raul uh p.s thanks for reading first of all there's a lot of great stuff in there and we're gonna break down a few of those things but on the very end point the 90 minute mark um i don't know about you but as as we've been listening to more stuff i know i have become more and more time sensitive and the shows that i'm willing to give more than an hour are fewer and farther between i used to listen to a lot of shows that would ramble an hour and a half, an hour and 45, two hours every episode. They just don't make it in the regular rotation anymore, except for a very, very few. See, I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm actually lengthening um, my really? podcast. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, like uh, I mean, Hardcore History is one. Like, well, that goes to four hours sometimes. Yeah. He's a marathoner, man. Yeah, and I listen. But it, it comes out so infrequently, show. though. But it comes uh, true. out right. months yeah. in between. Yeah. Um, well, as an example, two of my favorite podcasts that I've added recently, I said recently, recently is a relative term, I suppose, but Clockwise from Relay.fm, which is a technology podcast, but it's only 30 minutes. They do like four tech topics, just a few minutes a piece, and then they'll have like a bonus topic, and then they're in and out. 30 minutes. I love those episodes. And then the one that I suggested to you on the way over here tonight um, Plumbing the Death Star, which is a great comedy podcast about sci-fi stuff. I say comedy. It's not – they're funny, but it's not specifically comedy geared. But they're like never more than 45 minutes. Perfect, perfect amount of time. Um, I don't know. I listen to shit like Hollywood Babylon's always like an hour and a half. Those guys – and they would go longer, but it's a show. I think. It's a show. Yes. It's a, it's a production. Yeah, for the for the live audience, if you did less than an, and then an hour and a half or so, Those you almost are getting their money. Yeah, you don't feel like sure. you're getting your money worth exactly. I don't know. So I think there's something for everybody there, but it, we we absolutely are aware that everybody's got different requirements for that length as far as what fits their schedule. Which so is we, why we're doing a very short one next week. Indeed, indeed. Uh, the other thing that I want to say, just quickly, first of all, I agree with you 100%, and Josh has already assented. Google does need to get behind this in some way. I will say this. There is a movement, and I don't think Google is behind this, but they are tacitly in support of it, and it works pretty much across Android devices, is my understanding. There is uh, something called subscribe on Android, and the idea is that 
all of the Android podcasting apps will use this framework, this URL scheme that will allow one click button. You click this button and whatever podcast app you have on your phone, you'll, it'll go straight there and load the show for you. And that's, that's something to try to make it easier. And we have taken upon ourselves this week to do that on our website. If you go to podonpod.com, right at the top of the website where we've got all of the links for Stitcher, for YouTube, for iTunes, for uh, SoundCloud, we've also got now the little Android robot. You can click that, and if you've got a Android podcasting app, it's my understanding that it ought to take you straight there. I know you were talking. <laughs> None of that made any sense to you? Um, I, my eyes rolled in the back of my head. Like <laughs> As soon as you start talking, like I'm... I'm not the brightest bulb. I'm a I'm a damn monkey. Just just put it on my phone so I can just press a button. That's all I want. I just want to press it. That's it. It does make I mean I look, I understand why Google isn't interested because there's there's not any money to be made if they do the same thing that Apple does with iTunes as far as um, because Apple doesn't host the podcast. They don't serve the podcast to people from their app or anything. All they do is they are a directory. And they've been a directory for so long that that part of the market and, – and I can tell you if you talk to anybody who looks at, at um, podcasting stats, and not just for one show but across all shows, if you listen to Rob Walsh with Libsyn and he gives these stats on a regular basis, it's like 60 70%. Apple devices, and then everybody else, Android, Windows, regular PCs, everything else combined is like the other 30 or 40%. I feel like Apple mm-hmm. is very capitalistic, and I feel like Android is very like – like or that's like the socialist, right? Because it's very hard to get – an app that you create into the Apple Store, like it has to pass all these criteria. Like it's, it is going to like if you download something from the Apple Store, you know it's going to work as promised. Yes, pretty much anybody can make an Android app. Anybody, there's no real. So you may download an app. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You definitely get you know the users rating it, which help. But you you don't. Or does it work with your device specifically? Right. Yeah. Right. So, but but everyone's free to create. Yes. Everyone's free to play. Everyone's – it's to try – try it. You know, try something out. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. And then people – you'll get feedback where you really don't have that with Apple. So a lot of the apps you get from, from Android aren't always going to be consistent. It's, uh, it is it is a tough problem though and, and I would love to have more exposure on the Android side of things because I understand how many millions of devices there are out there that it's not as easy as it is on mine because I am an iPhone user to get podcasts. This is a very boring way to end the show. Uh, well, it, it's it was, it's not boring for Raul, now is it? Uh, we've got great listener feedback for next week too. We were I was trying to squeeze it in this episode, but we have gone too long, so we're going to wrap it Christopher up. Christopher Lupo? Yes, Christopher yeah. Lupo asked a question about his uh, little sister and how to get her into podcasting, and we're going to talk about that. We may talk about it on Twitter even, this week. I even looked up... Uh I went ahead and, and looked up some You podcasts. did some research? Yeah. Excellent. Keep that. We'll talk yeah. about it in link, at length uh, after next episode. He's, Speaking of. He, 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 like Christopher Lupo was emailed several times, so yeah, I don't mind doing the extra work for Chris. A- absolutely. Absolutely. So, Raul, thank you for your question. Thank you for your input there. And thank you for the suggestion of Beyond Pod. If you are an Android user and you uh, don't have a podcasting app that you really prefer, Maybe try out Beyond Pod. Apparently, you can get it for a free trial for a week or so and, and see if that's for you. Uh, we are going to be back next week with another 
regular episode. Josh, what are we going to review? 99% Invisible. 99% Invisible. That's a design podcast, isn't it? Mm, um, I guess. I mean, architecture's in there, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I didn't, guess it. I didn't think about it that way. I know, um, I want to say during our Thanksgiving uh, episode, uh, who was it that suggested? Didn't somebody suggest 99% Invisible? Yeah, it's, it's on the listener's suggestion list. We, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get that credit in next week's episode when we review it. So if you want to go ahead and do your homework ahead of time, check out 99% Invisible and join us next Wednesday for our review. Until then... We've been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And uh, now it's time for us to go to sleep. Good night. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.